Hello and welcome to Embodied Millions. This is Danielle Morgraf and we're back. We are back for another episode. We are back for another week. And I just want to say thank you first and foremost because I have had people who have reached out and said that they've shared it with friends and family and I just want to say, I, I mean, surprised and delighted and excited and just, um, yeah, just really honored and humbled that these words uh, resonate with you and connect with you and really are speaking to you in a way that you are feeling called to share it with people that you love. So thank you for listening and thank you for being here and thank you for showing up. And I am really, really so grateful for you and just to be able to have this medium to use my voice to um, just share the the downloads that come through. And um glad that I'm listening and able to share it. <laughs> so, um, so just so much gratitude this morning. And yeah. So I, oh, I really sat with, um, this morning with my coffee here. Like I'm sitting here on my couch, um, with my coffee and, there are so many things swirling, you know, around what's happening in the world right now, right? Which I feel like there's so much always happening in the world, but then there's these pockets of time that um, sort of feel like there are these like flares of, you know, war and injustice and history repeating and um, terror you know, terrorism. And and the truth is, is that it's almost, I feel like, impossible to not feel the impact of it, right? To feel it. And so what do we do when we can feel the grief or the heaviness or the discord, the intensity, the tension, the, the conflict, the... um yeah, I mean, what do we do when when we can feel it sort of hovering, penetrating us, our lives, you know, when we have friends uh, or family who we know are being even more affected um, because they have connection to the part of the world that is being most impacted, you know, it is um, complicated and horrific and terrifying. And on a somatic level, right? So we're going to just speak somatically for a second. So, right, soma is body. And so when we speak somatically, we're talking about in the body, right? We're talking about what's happening in the body, right? And so when we are when our body is in constriction, 
when our body is in survival, when our body, and so survival could mean, um, and it could be mean anger and it could be frustration and it could be worry and it could be grief and sadness. We contract, right? We go inward. We contract. Think about contraction. If you would just use your hand and have it really wide open and then the contraction, we slowly close our hand into a fist, right? That's contraction. And when we contract, there's levels of contraction, right? So meaning we can constrict and contract. So it's like super, super tight and tightly wound clothes. It could be more loose. It could be, um, right. It can be that there's heaviness along with it. Um, and so I say that because when we contract or constrict or hold, right, that is how we then are moving in the world and what's happening in our bodies is what's happening in our life. How we show up, right, is how we then are moving in our world. And so imagine the limited availability of movement, right? And movement equals access to healing. Movement is healing. Imagine what it, what it, the, what, how we show up in all the other parts of our life for all the other people, for all the other things that we need to do. We will show up right, in that sort of tension. And that will sort of vibe outward. And that is then the vibration we put out, which then, right, matches a different type of frequency that we get back because we're always putting out like a, we're always like tuning in like a radio station, right? So imagine, imagine your body, right, it's like there's like we're tuning into a radio station and we get on a channel and that channel, right? We got, we, we are now matching the frequency of that channel. And so I'm sharing this because when we are in, um, when we, it's, I don't want to say this. There's, we don't want to avoid. I mean, sometimes it's impossible to avoid. Some of us can, can, if you're avoidant attachment, you probably have more access to avoidance than those of us who don't have that kind of attachment style. But, um, we don't want to avoid hard emotions, right? We don't want to avoid worries or doubt or fear. The problem comes in is when we try to avoid that because we want to be tuned into a channel that is a high vibration. But the thing is, you're not really tuned into a high vibration, right? It's like, it's almost like, you know, remember the old tuners on the radio? Like, um, I remember like tuning in from my boombox. And there'd be like, and then you'd start to hear a song and you'd like really try to tune it, zone in on it. And like, you know, you would be micro moving, you know, just micro movements of the, of the knob to get to the song. And then sometimes it'd come in really super clear. It was like, yes, I got it. You know, other times it was like, oh, there's just, yeah, there's no, there's no, we're not picking up anything over here. We gotta, we gotta just move on to the, you know, to another channel. And so you don't want to obviously emotionally bypass what you're feeling because emotions really are like waves in the ocean. They come in and they go out and there could be a zillion in a day. And right, we don't want to get stuck. You know, we don't want to get stuck there either. And so 
we just allow. So in the allowing of whatever we're feeling, we're giving ourselves some time to be with the constriction, the contraction, the grief, the sadness, the worry, the doubt, the fear, whatever that is, the anger, the frustration, the, you know, the rage. We allow ourselves to feel it. We allow ourselves to embody that feeling and let it take over our bodies. We just allow it to take over. And if we can allow it to take over just for a moment, we then have a way to move and process it, right? So instead of avoiding it, which creates more contraction, constriction, holding, tension, we can allow it to take over uh, our whole bodies, like really sink into it. And then there's a way through, right? There's a way forward. And it doesn't mean you've processed at all. It doesn't mean it's not going to come back again. It doesn't mean, right? But what it means is, is we need to continue to be with instead of avoiding and uh, trying to just move into the higher vibration. And so, um, you know, you can try that. You can try and do that yourself, you know, taking, just taking a few minutes, just taking some time and really feeling the grief or really feeling the sadness or really feeling, uh, the anger and let that anger overtake, you know, just take over your entire being, your entire body and moving it through the body. Um, I think one of the things that always was a disconnect for me, um, although I was in, Please, when I was in my 20s, I was in talk therapy for a really long time, um, trying to work out my trauma from, you know, childhood. But the truth is, is that, you know, talk therapy a lot of times is only about, it's the story. We're repeating the story over and over again. And the problem with that is that at least for, um, you know, those of us who, which I think is most of us. And it's not that we, some of us are, you know, processors like that. We need to talk it out. We need to talk out the story. So there, it, there's value in therapy, but it doesn't really get to the real um, root of it to process it. And here's why. When you're telling the story, every word you say, your body's listening and taking it back in. And so have you ever had the feeling where you went to maybe talk therapy and you talked it out and then you felt good for a moment or just a little bit of time and then you leave, but you were just, but it's always was like on repeat in a lot of ways, right? And you were very in your head about it. And so this is a very different experience because it's what if your body took over the feeling of what you're feeling. So it's not about the story and what will happen is I think that we use words often um, in story form. We use, we want to tell the story. We want people to hear the story. We want people to understand. We want to feel validated and heard and we, we need to express in that way. And so words are very important, right? To be able to express through voice is very important. Um, and it is not just in that way because if we want to really be in expression, right? We have to allow also our body to express the feeling. And if we can express that, we can move through it, right? That is where there's movement. And what went in somatic, because we're talking somatically today, when there is movement, the opposite of contract, contraction or constriction, right? When there's movement, then there's healing. 
when there's that tight, again, tight, ball up that fist, tight, hold that fist as tight as you can. Imagine that all throughout your body. When you have that constriction and that contraction, there is no movement. There's no movement and then you're holding it. There's holding. There's nothing but holding. And if you're holding it, there's nowhere to move. And if there's nowhere to move, healing cannot occur. At the deepest levels, healing cannot occur. And we start to, a lot of times, if we're held for so long, right? And this is where we are subconsciously holding. If you've held for so long, if you're organized in a certain way for so long, what happens is there is no, there is, we don't know how to move through it. We don't know how to move in it. So then we are on repeat. That's where, right, we end up not being able to move forward. We feel stuck. We feel like, oh, there must be a block within us. Well, in essence, because I don't necessarily believe that there's blocks in us. I believe we're organized in a way, in the way we're organized for safety. And I believe whatever that holding is had to be holding like that because that's how we, you know, organize for safety. And it does create a resistance to sometimes whatever we want because we're not wired for success. We are not wired for success. We're wired for safety. And a lot of times the things that we need to align, uh, do, take action on for success is actually goes quite against what is our safety organization, right? And so it's really fascinating because it really requires this expansion of how do I make decisions for my success that go all against my what I feel is how I'm organized for safety. It's so really amazing, like really, truly amazing. Anyway, I'm, uh, I really love this conversation because this is where everybody gets sort of like we get to a certain point, right? And, you know, we can feel stuck. And usually the reason we feel stuck is because what we've done to get to where we are is not what is required to get to where we're going, you know, to what we want. And that requires another level of movement another level of action, right? And if we're not wired for that, right, then then how how do we get there? And so and so part of that is really looking at all the things and all the layers that are have not been processed that are sort of keeping us from moving in that direction. Right. When we, women that come to me, they're always looking, you know, cause we use these words. We use words like, you know, and I use these words and, and they use these words. And it's, it's I want to feel aligned. I want to feel like there's more flow, right? They want, there's, there's this more authentic expression. There's this, there's this, I can receive more, right? There's not enough time in the day. I can't work any harder. Why does it's not lining up here? So. You know, and so we use these words and, you know, I love those words. I mean, and what do they mean exactly? Well, right, when we, when we want to align, what happens is we, 
as soon as we make a decision to the success that we require, to where we want to, to what we want to feel, right? So success isn't always money. I mean, it, it can be and, and is part of it, but it's like success. When I ask someone, what is success to them? You know, my women at the very, very core root of what they want is freedom. And what does that freedom mean? Well, it's freedom of choice. It's freedom to do whatever they want when they want. It's freedom to free up their mind to not be in worry about money, right? It's, it's for them to be able to, you know, really be able to, be in complete power over what they require and desire for their life. And that is freedom. I mean, that is freedom, you know, and that's personal freedom. And that could be generational freedom for your family, you know. And so, and a lot of women, right, we are healing the generational wound of you know, being disempowered, being, you know, in servitude, being, you know, disowning our power and our authority over ourselves, our sovereignty, our voice, you know, disowning our, you know, identity in exchange for safety. And so with that comes a complete different, a complete different way of moving in our, in our world, in our life, in our business. And so we need to look at everything that might be in the way. And so what happens is a lot of times what's in the way is, um, things that are in our subconscious. We don't even, we're not even consciously aware because if I were to say to you, what do you think is in the way? You probably would know right away. There would probably be things that show up for you. And then because the body is so rich, because there is so much richness in the body, way beyond intuition and gut instincts, which most of us, um, you know, we sort of know those ways of, of the body. There is so much more depth that we are not even, we don't even have access to because of the contraction, the tension, the, the intensity we might hold that we don't even realize we're holding. Those are the ways that we start to unlock and free up the movement and the space for us to have space to receive. Um, you know, nature, uh, the uni- what is it? The universe abhors a vacuum. The universe abhors a vacuum. And I used to say, what the heck does that mean? Well, it means that when we, when we take out something that's not working or we take out something negative or we take out, like, say, the holding, we leave a space. Well, that space wants to be filled up and it will be filled up by something good. It'll be filled up by something good, right? So as we want to be more aligned to what we desire, we look at all the ways we are not allowing it in or that there's no space for it because of the holding in the subconscious, right? And we start changing these paradigms. We start changing and we, and that paradigms refer to the, the beliefs, but we change it in the body, not, and we change it in, and the mind lives in the body. So it's all connected, but we start somatically because somatically is the entryway to all of it, right? This is why, um, a lot of women come to me. They've already done money mindset work or they've, or they love, you know, they love that mindset piece. And 
I love it too. Trust me, I love the mindset piece. But it's like the mindset piece without looking at the body sort of is like staying in the shallows, right? Like it's almost like we, it's sometimes hard to grasp. And, you know, um, and so it can be really frustrating to work with a belief that isn't sinking in to integrate into the body, into the feeling. It almost just feels like we're working on one dimension. And so, um, yeah, so this is a really powerful, um, yeah, way. You know, it's just a way forward, right? It's a way forward. So I feel complete. I hope you feel complete too. Uh, I love you. I'm grateful for you. Um, there are still tickets available for Six Figure Frequency. We're going to talk more about this work, uh, nervous system, money, being on the frequency of success and um, how to do that somatically and emotionally and energetically. And uh, I would love for you to join us because, um, you know, the truth is, there is a place where money is, you know, money is power and money is choice and we want to be able to uh, move in that. And so um, if that sounds like something that resonates with you, then uh, go get your ticket. And uh, when you get your ticket, you actually get 20 minutes private with me. And so um, make sure you book that call right away and I will, uh, I'll see you there. Okay. Take care for now. <laughs>